Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good afternoon, everybody. You're now live on the Middleman Radio, and this is Al. This is Kevin. This is Nick. The three amigos in the building. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on, fellas? Nothing much, man. Nothing much, man. Excited to be back. First show that we've done live. Live. Yeah. Live. <laughs> I want to say this year together. No, 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 no. We had no, one. No, 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 no. We had one. Yeah, yeah, we we have we had one, all four of us. Ah, yep. Man, yeah. I, I I guess I'm slipping. I'm I'm getting old. Old. I ain't gonna yeah, say I'm getting old. Hard. I'm just not as uh, attentive to details as I used to be. I go with the first one. <laughs> you know. Nah, nah. I don't claim. Oh, I, I mean, I'll be proud. I am proud to be uh, an elder statesman. But um, I'm still young, though, y'all. I'm still young. I'm like fairly young, for real, for real. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, See, hey, y'all acting like y'all ain't close to my age at all. Uh, I you mean, know, you were born in the seventies, no man. Like, right? You, 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 uh, you were born in the seventies, man. We were born in the eighties. Right? We were born. Uh, we eighties babies. You know. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> eight, eighty, eighty-one, and eighty-two. Come on, man. I mean, I'm born in eighty, but even still. Oh, you yeah, right. They don't love the seventies, baby. You had you had a butterfly collar. Don't front. No, I ain't had no butterfly collar. You ain't never wore poly up the butterfly I, collar to church. No, I tell you this much. To give you some perspective, um, I was born September first, which means my parents celebrated in a hell of a way the end of the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you, man. <laughs> That's crazy. That's hey, crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm happy, man. I'm happy to be at my age. In my age group, man, we are the last of a dying breed over here on my end. Just letting you hey, know. to piggyback off Nick, man, Nick, if you think about it, man, you were conceived around the Christmas holidays uh, I gotta in say, 1979. They, they, yeah, well, they, you know, they, they, they let go. Yeah, so in <laughs> conception, you are a 70s baby. <laughs> Shut up. No, I'm, I'm an 80s baby. Nah, he ate his, man. He ate his, though. Yeah, he, he was born in the 80s, but he was conceived in the 70s. Hey, yeah, man. I mean, so. I ain't right he was time. born in, in the late <laughs> part of the year in the 80s, though. You know what I'm saying? It's all good, right. man. 
It's all good, man. <laughs> but, oh, man, look, man, it's, it's been so many things, man. I, I, I know we miss our, our listenership out there, man. We coming up on March also, y'all. And I know the voting is up and all that, man, but we want y'all to pray for us, man. We out there trying to get that most slept on radio talk personalities. You know, y'all make sure y'all keep us in your prayers. And when we bring that home, you know what I'm saying, we're going to bring it home for y'all, man. But it's been oh, a lot yeah. going on, fellas. It's been a lot going oh, yeah. on, man, from from Jordan Davis to, 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 to the president to everything else that's been going on, man. Oh, man, we it's so much, man, we've missed out to talk to y'all about. But hopefully, man, this year, 2014, man, we can bring it back to you guys and, and make you enjoy this show again and, and keep keep the energy going for you guys. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, I, I, I got to say, man, this week, you mentioned it's been a lot going on this year, but it's also been a lot going on this week. You know, um, I don't know if you guys had a chance to catch the NAACP Image Awards last night. But, um, I missed it. Oh. Yeah, it broadcasted on uh, TV One. Yeah. And uh, as a matter of... Go ahead. Never mind. Go ahead. No, no, it, it, was, it was good, though. It was really good, man. Wonderful night. Everybody really showed up, did their thing. Um, but it was actually part of a brand-new five-year deal between the NAACP Image Awards and TV One. So for the next five years, the Image Awards will be broadcast on TV One. And we expect it to be extended and everything, but this is uh, it's pretty big. You know, TV One has been looking for a, a home for an award show to bring to their network, and the NAACP Image Awards has been looking for a steady home. Wow. So, um, gro- you know, great growing network. It was a wonderful show, wonderfully produced. Anthony Anderson uh, hosted. It was a great night. Even Oprah was there. Oprah and what? Tyler. You wow. know, you know, Oprah and Tyler Perry don't show up for no black folk stuff. I'm like, woo. I said, right. okay. Is well. TV One still black owned? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That's a good, look. That's a good look. I'm glad that they're doing that, man. Um, one thing I wanted to ask, you know, um, as you guys, man, have you had the opportunity to uh, to really pay attention to what's going on over in the Middle East right, right, right now? Yeah, we have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the biggest part of it all is, man, do y'all think we're going to have war over here? Y'all think, I, I read some kind of strange thing where they were saying that they, China got ships over the Pacific and and uh, one of the other countries got ships over in the Atlantic, man. Y'all hear anything about that? I, I'm going to say this, and I don't want anybody out there to take it as being uh, American arrogance, but it's it's one of those things I've always been. People call me a conspiracy theorist, but I've always believed this. There's a reason that wars have never touched American soil outside of individual attacks and the Civil War. Now, we want to, we can talk about World War II all day, but we know what happened. Yeah. America thrives on short wars. We don't do well with long ones, right? But we thrive yeah, on short ones. Yeah, but the reason, the, the reason that I don't think that it's going to touch American soil is for one specific reason. The United States of America is the only country that has American soil on every single continent on the planet. Now, and I, I think I said this on the show before, if you believe right. for one second that under those American embassies there's not a nuclear warhead right. sitting there, so if it just if it just gets to that point where he got to press that button, boom, then everybody, if I'm going, everybody got to go. <laughs> I mean, man, you know, 
you you got so much going on with that. You look at what's going on with uh, the president, man, Ted Nugent, acting a, a, a booty. Uh, you know, you got these 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 Republicans. You know, some of the wild ones. They still acting a fool, man. They don't want to get this country back right, man. It's a lot going on, man. I, I swear, man. I swear. I hate that I miss. Well, not I, but we miss the opportunity to talk to people about all the stuff that we missed in this last since the beginning of this year, man. It's, it's been crazy. It's definitely been crazy. I, I, I have absolutely agree. It's been crazy, but on the same token, you know, I, I I can see that, you know, people are getting to the point now that they're realizing, and this is this is in no way a diss to President Obama. I can't mm-hmm. say that I agree with everything that he's done, but this is in no way a diss to President Obama. Now people are really starting to understand that as long as you have a two-party system, you're not going to get the progress that you that right. you really want. As long as you've got one or the other running Congress, running the Senate, running the House of Representatives, you know, you're not going to – that's why people have to go and vote for those independents, you know, vote for the other parties. Don't think that the only thing I can do is vote for Democrat or Republican. Yes, yeah, that's right. Because they switch roles. Yep. If, if you remember, if you remember – Dixiecrats? Mm-hmm. The Dixie I was about to say the Dixiecrats. You know, a long yep. time ago, it was like, okay, yep. if you're black, you're a Republican. Right. Exactly. You exactly. know, so, as, as and... My and, uncle's and still a Republican, there. Huh? He, my, my uncle is still a Republican, an Eisenhower Republican. But see, but there's a difference between the, Eisenpo- the Eisenhower Republican and the Reagan Republican. It's a big difference. Yeah. And see, we're still dealing with a lot of people... Who are currently in Congress that are still of that Reagan Republican system, right? Right. And they reference him quite often. Too much, you ask me. He was an actor of all things. Well, that's what yep, they need. They needed somebody that could implement. They needed somebody who was popular that could implement everything that they wanted to implement and keep a smile on his face and keep everybody mm-hmm. happy because he used to get up on those horses in those westerns and trot around and he had a great smile and he was a great actor and that's how people have always remembered him. Yeah, that's kind of yep. what they were saying that's about it. President Obama, though. You know, they they saying he is a facilitator of a lot of things. You know, like every time our our attention get caught off guard by, you know, all these other cases and issues, they sign something in law that's detrimental to our people. Well, the thing about it is, and like I said, I I can't sit up here and say that I agree with absolutely everything that President Obama is doing. What right. I will say is a lot of the things that Republicans have opposed will be the exact same things that they themselves want to hold off and implement later on. Or attempted to implement before Because I don't care what anybody really says If you really take a look at the The basis of the Affordable health care plan That's a Republican uh, Republican plan That was That was attempted years ago If you look at it in the bare bones of it It's the basis for Romney care Which he had when he was the governor of Massachusetts Right that's true. You get That's what right. I'm saying? So That's it's right. not so much that they oppose what President Obama is doing. They just don't want him to be the face of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Get that credit, and then all of a sudden yep. you've got to put him down in history as this black man did this. Exactly. Right. They, don't, 
They don't want him to have the credit for it. And because they don't want him to have the credit for it, it's like, let me stall you out. Because the original version of what was originally called Obamacare is not that much like the Affordable Health Care Plan. The more they changed it to fit what that original mold was, that's when Congress said, okay, we'll get it through. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he was a face of it, some Republicans who just don't read and don't pay attention right. and don't realize, okay, this is the same plan, it does the same thing, because it's not like Canadian health care. This is not universal health care. This is, this is a way to make people get health care, and I want people to realize something. I don't want to get too off subject of what we got going on today, right. but I do want to say one thing that people do not realize about the affordable health care plan, yes, it is affordable, but you know those nice tax checks? that you guys have been getting these last couple of weeks and going on for the next couple of months. Let's see, next year, all these subsidiaries that they're taking out, you know, to keep your affordable health care plan affordable, they're going to get that money back in your taxes. Oh, yeah. So these tax checks that y'all are waiting on for next year, expect a big decrease. Eh, There won't be no more shining in the store no more. You know what, I'm tired. Well, let me shut up. Because I'm telling you, boy, they're getting them all (laughs) like they millionaires. Yeah. Exactly, but yeah. you're not going to see that next time around. That's why I would, I would just personally rather pay. Look, hey, because I, I ain't gonna lie, I haven't gotten a refund back from the, the government. I don't know how long. Hey, well, but it is if you're waiting on it, you're doing the wrong thing. If you're waiting on that money, you ain't made enough money in a year. Exactly. I'm right now. You got no income. No. But man, you know, say so let's go. I mean, that that's something we definitely going to entertain, man. Coming up, we got we definitely got to get our politics. Uh, bug out, man. We got to definitely talk about those issues and the things that's concerning yeah. our communities and our communities abroad. Uh, man, we're going to go ahead and get into what we got going on today. This is the end of February. The end of February, y'all. Y'all know what February represents. And uh, Al and Jen did a wonderful show uh, right before th- uh, what is, uh, Valentine's Day. The real yeah, meaning of did. Valentine's Day. If you missed that show, go back. Make sure you download it in our archives and uh, check that out mm-hmm. right there, man. They had a great show. I wasn't on that when I was sick as a dog. I appreciate the shout-out. And I know Nick was doing his wine and dine down the Riviera of France. So it's all good, y'all. <laughs> so we're going to finish up this month right here, man, in the, the spirit of Valentine's Day, man. We're talking about the hunt. The hunt, y'all. Is it? Yeah, Is it in the spirit of Valentine's Day? I would say, because I, I, you got to think about it. I mean, man. I don't know. It's in the spirit of next year's Valentine's Day. Well, okay. <laughs> we'll say that then. We'll say that then. Well, Al, man, go ahead and let everybody know what we're talking about tonight, if you don't mind, sir. Now, I see we got Jen. She walked in the building a little bit late right here. But what's up, girl? Somebody fix that microphone. What? What's up? There she go. All Jen, right. next time you plug the microphone into the wall, not mm-hmm. into your wall. Anyway, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Middleman Show today. We have a great show planned today, which is entitled The Hunt, The Pursuit, To Forget, To Get to the First Day, To Get to the Commitment. So, of course, The Hunt. You know, that's what we're going to talk about today. In the dating aspect, there's a lot to account for. One must pursue a potential interest. If the potential shows the interest, a possible date can be scheduled. After dating someone, a person begins to think whether or not this could lead to something bigger, such as a high level of commitment. However, the commitment factor can throw a curveball in anybody's plans if they are not looking for the same level of commitment from that person. So is it okay 
for a woman to pursue a man to get a relationship and to get to a marriage? Have standards been lowered in searching for someone to obtain a relationship? Is it okay for a woman to share a man in a committed relationship? Is guys having too many options in women a good or a bad thing? And also, being that when a man has so many options in women, is it hard for him to give it up at all? You know, to give it all up, let it go. Also, when in when in a relationship with someone, and you know that they're that they have these options, is it hard for them to have a commitment? And when the person that you are in love with do not share the same commitment with you, should you settle? Or should you find some type of help, some type of way to help them to improve their commitment towards you? So we want to dwell into that today. We want to hear from both sides of the spectrum, men and women. The phone lines are open, 718-508-9972. You can definitely uh, put your comments on the chat board as well, too. So, of course, we want to talk about, you know, we're going to start it off. The hunt. Is it okay for a woman to pursue a man to get a relationship and marriage these days. I would like to defer that to the woman of the show if she don't mind to share her thoughts with that. Uh oh. Yeah. Um, I definitely think the answer is a big fat yes. I think more women should start to demand, you know, I think with this crave of, you know, independence and, you know, I, I you know, career focused women, you know, a lot of times, you know, uh, we have deflected from um you know, the household, like it's a negative thing. And it's okay, you know, for women to say, I want a family, I want babies, I want a husband. Those are things that we need to start speaking up and saying, yeah, and when you are dating and going after, please, girls, don't scare the guy away by mentioning it, you know, on the first date, hey, you know, I want to get married. But definitely, you know, as time goes on, you know, the people that you date should be, you know, potential candidates for what you want. Yeah, it's the Sadie Hawkins dance for adults. Some of these young cats might not remember. You remember the Sadie Hawkins dance where the girls would go and ask the guys out, right? Yeah, that's it. That's it's, it's it's just for adults now. But, but I don't think it's a bad thing. But, I want to make it more like, devious. Right I, I, I still want to be the woman. I right. still want someone to ask me out. Like I don't like you know like. It's guys that I'll say, hey, you know, like, would you like to go out? Would you like to go get something to eat? You know, that's fine. I don't have a problem doing that. But I still want to be pursued like I'm a woman. Like, I don't like to be the the pursuer, you know, oh. all the time. Jay, can I say this? I'm going to say this. Here we go. The, the reason why, and I want, I want to take it here. I want to take it there. You know, we are living <laughs> in a time now where women love to say that, there are no such thing as a good man, and our women have to be a little bit more aggressive to obtain a mate. So when you look at the hunt and you look at the jungle, you know, the male, you know, the female lions did all the hunting and all that like that to go secure the food for the pride or whatnot, right? Now, in the human factor, you look at the fact that men go out and provide and do all the good things and pursue the woman. But since there's a quote-unquote shortage of good men or good black men or whatever the case may be, we have this aggressiveness, this cattiness, this I'm going to do whatever it takes to get me a man no matter what you think. I'm going to get him. He is mine. I'm on the trail. I'm going to take him. You ain't got nothing 
on me. Is that appropriate for today's woman, and is that a good model for us to continue on from here? Because it feels that we're going to have an Amazonian-type atmosphere in about 10 years. What do y'all think about that? Wrong. I'm going to say this much. This this is how I feel about the whole thing in terms of women being more aggressive. I personally think that, you know, in this era of, like I have to agree with Jen, in this era of independence and everything, though you want to be pursued, you have to realize that, you know, finding, if, if finding a good man is as hard as you guys say it is, y'all have to be just a little bit more proactive in terms of that man. One, men can't read minds. And if a man doesn't think that you're interested, because it's one thing for us to pursue a woman, but that hard to play, you know, hard to get thing, that kind of gets played out. So, you know, if the guy knows that he has options, and let's just be honest, in today's society, a single straight male, you know, with a consistent income is a commodity. And y'all already outnumber us. But but see, Nick, I agree with you with him being a commodity with a consistent income, but... You have more women making more money than men now. That's and they, true. They'll but, tell another woman, but, girl, I make more money than you, so he's going to be mine. I mean, we're getting treated, not me per se, and you but, or, or but, Alan, but, but... Also, also, also this too. In order for a man to actually see the woman, um, you know, I'm just speaking from a man's perspective or whatever, like... A lot, you know, the females have to be a little bit more visible because you got some females that go to work, go straight home, or go to school, go straight home, right? And those could be those, Man, you know, those ones you want. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those, yeah. I, I mean, that's all good, but, fellas. But I, I, I like a woman that's got a high life had, deal. I'm just yeah. saying that means she she but can stay up behind at the ones, house. But, but hold on, man. I'm just saying we had we had an event out here not too long ago that gave us this name. Can I say this? I say time and time again, this is a problem that a lot of ladies face, especially in this day and age. A lot of ladies find themselves, you know, that have been career-driven, that have been, you know, go-getters out in their career. They find that when they try to, you know, date, you either have, you know, these butthole guys or you have these, like, you know, pookies or you have, like, good guys that sometimes don't find you approachable because of, your career and and it's hard it is very hard to find that line and you can sit here and say no you don't like a lot of guys won't approach now if you have john who you know he's you know he has a great income you know he's you know he works construction you know he's great income and then you have mary who is you know vice president of our company john is not going to go up to mary but john might be a great yeah, guy uh, and uh, yeah I, I, I don't i don't agree with you at all on that first and foremost let me let, let's say uh, something let's say something some of the onus has to be on the women as well because uh, number one example there's nothing wrong. I, I don't personally believe that there's anything wrong with a woman who is making more than a man. But the only way that's going to work is one of two things. One, both of them were handling their business, paying, keeping their bills paid, and keeping themselves a decent lifestyle before they got together so that no one is dependent on the other person. And two, the woman cannot throw it in the man's face. And I'm not saying that every woman does, but there are a good bit of women that because they may make more than a man or they may have a job that holds more of a quote-unquote status than that man, 
then they have a tendency to throw it in their face. I've seen it time and time again. The times where I have seen it work where Mary is the such-and-such executive, my sister's a prime example of that. My sister is an attorney. My brother-in-law works in a factory. And guess what? He makes a damn decent living. He He's beyond decent. He makes a good living because I, I ain't being funny. You know, the factory workers, my uncle, you know, he retired from GMC making $90,000 a year. So... It's got nothing to do with the money. But her friends, they were like, why are you dating him? Why don't you go and find you another nice attorney? Or why don't you do this? Or why don't you do that? She could not be happier. And but, he but, did approach her. It and does happen. And I, agree. It and I think a lot, of, a lot of women are, are caught up, and I've said this before, in the Christmas party syndrome. You want that guy who you imagine you take to the Christmas party and everyone is envious of you because he's good looking, you know, he has a this, you know, great, you know, like a lawyer like type of career, lawyer doctor and, and, and you get to strut him around like he's your prize turkey and a lot of girls get caught up in that. Well, I, I wanted to ask about it as far as like you know, it kinda leads to, you know, have the standards like our question that we pose, have the standards been lowered in searching for someone to obtain a relationship even though that guy may be having a lowly job or that, you know, I, I, really, are our women lowering their standards just to be with somebody? Well, you know, not 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 the the the, mm. the case of, you know, he got to be six feet tall and black and handsome and all this crap. I'm just saying, like, are they really lowering their standards to just have a man, per se? Mm. And I think a lot of times we do, um, like, for instance, I don't know if anyone has called, you know, being Mary Jane. A lot of times you take a lot of crap in the pursuit of, I guess, love, where you take someone where guys, you know, he's married or he has a girlfriend or he has all these outside circumstances that you should not settle for. But a lot of times we do as women because we feel like, you know, I want him to pick me. And it's not right. I I, I I agree to an extent, and I, I've never seen being Mary Jane, but I agree to an extent. Um, I think where the problem lies in that is that a lot of people, not just women, but a lot of people, they spend so much time saying, I want to be in a relationship, I want to be in a relationship, I want to be in a relationship, instead of saying, I want to prepare myself for when I'm in a relationship. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I hear women talk about it all the time. Oh, I've been praying for a man. Well, have you prayed for yourself to be together? You know, when that man does come along. Hey, say that. Say that. Say that phrase you always say. If you ain't Michelle, what would you say now? Hey, you can't expect to get a Barack if you're not Michelle, and it goes the same way. You can't expect to get a Michelle if you're not Barack. Mm. You just, I mean, you just can't. You have to have your stuff together. And unfortunately, because of the way society has set it up for us now. See, I, I think I think one thing that people don't talk about a lot is the fact that society has set it up to seem as if their logic always works. And when I say society, I mean mainstream media, I mean mainstream society, your upper, your upper echelon of U.S. citizen, I guess you could say, that more often than not does not reflect our melanin tone. So, what they figure as a black woman having it together or having herself together is, oh, she just she got a job. Right. That doesn't make you a good woman. And just like being a successful black man doesn't make you a good man. Right. 
it's just one, it's one of those things. You have to mesh well together. One thing I see, I see a lot of women who would say, I won't settle for a man who's not ambitious. I won't settle for a man who does not like the fact that I'm a career-oriented woman. But then on the same token, they'll sit up there and they'll break up with a guy because they say, he has no time for me. He's so concerned with his job. Well, it's okay for you to be an ambitious woman, but it's not okay for him to be an ambitious man. That doesn't really make sense. Well, you know, that that kind of leads to the next question I want us to try to cover here, man. And this one right here is kind of it's kind of crazy to me because it's it's really happening out there. But is it okay for a woman to share a man in a committed relationship? We have a lot of women because they can't find a good man. They will get that man that's with somebody already and share that guy with another woman. I mean, it's going on a whole lot out here in, in Georgia. Really, it everywhere. Make, it, it makes me think of that, that graphic I saw on Instagram where it said, you know, you won't date a man who lives with his mother, but you'll date a man that lives with his wife. Hmm. If it's a situation where all parties involved are truthful with each other up front and know what's going on, I can't tell you what to do in your bedroom. But I can say this. If the man is cheating on you, or cheating on his, his, his wife, girlfriend, whatever the case may be, with you, what do you think he's going to do with you? If he even goes to you, because more often than not, the man will not make the woman on the side the main woman in his life. This is not scandal. You are not Olivia. He is not fit. He is not trying to rush you up in that house in the hills. He looks right. at you as being on the side, and that's just what it is. If now, he can't take you to Walmart... If he can't take you to Walmart, then you definitely know where you stand in the relationship. If you've never seen the sun shine on his face, if you've always only seen him in the moonlight, baby girl, mm. he ain't your man. But let's keep it real, fellas. And, Jen, if you can attest to this and tell me from some of the experience of some of the women you've met or some of the stories you've heard, the new modern woman, she doesn't care about that. She won't, She might be just getting what she wants out of him, be it sex, money, or just time. That's the new model that they want, you know what I'm saying, as far as sharing that man with another woman. And that other woman may be privy to that information, or she may not be. But that that other woman is cool with it because she's looking like, I'm getting what I want. We're going to keep it discreet. He's going home. I, when I need him, he'll be here. Is, is that the new model that we have now? No. I think a lot of women now, a, a lot of them fool themselves into trying to believe that they believe that but at the end of the day you are a person at the end of the day you are a woman and at the end of the day it hurts to know that you're not special enough to that person to be treated as you should be so a lot of girls fool themselves into thinking it's cool and you know that's the way to be but at the end of the end when we talk to our girlfriends when you go home at night it hurts it it, it does it hurts so, you know, a lot of girls now feel like, you know, it's a competition where they fool themselves into thinking, you know, I can outbeat her. I can show him that he should pick me, pick me, you know, where, you know, I don't care about her because I can beat her. I'm doing this. I'm better. Right. He will pick But, CJ, even with what you just said, that's what it is right now. That's what a lot of women, mind states, are going to when they look at the situation as far as trying to obtain a man. Mm-hmm. They they but, make it competitive. But, they make it ultra competitive. They're not studying. They they don't they don't care about the other woman's feeling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, until they're that other woman okay. though, Kev. 
like I and I think that's what Jen's trying to say. At the end of the day, it still does hurt. It's like they 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 don't care about the other woman's feelings until they are the quote unquote main chick, and then he starts cheating on you. So yeah. People's perceptions of cheating it mm-hmm. changes once they're the person that's being cheated on. Yep. You get what yep. I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't think that's yep. necessarily something that they want to do. I don't think anybody wants to be in a. I don't think anybody wants to be in an emo- emotional relationship with someone that neither one of them, them or one of them isn't fully involved in. This is something that they may, you know, going back to what you said earlier, may have settled for. But believe you me, every night they they go home by themselves, knowing that that person that they're, you know, establishing this connection with is with. Someone else at the house connecting. Right. I see a lot of put this, they put everything into categories. Twenty five get married, you know, thirty have kids, you know, da 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 da. And it, it's just a checklist, like something you have to do to pursue. I'm going to pursue him. I'm going to win him at, at any cost and anything. And, but at the end of the day, that's not realistic. And I think now that you know that we have this, uh, I keep saying it, Mary Jane-driven, you know, yeah, world. This yeah. A lot of yeah. girls think this is real. Where, you know, they, they I, I saw this where BET is having a, um, a special where, you know, many women are, are going to be talking about how they are Mary Jane. Well, I thought how sad that is because you have this woman who is beautiful, you have someone who is successful in their career, but yet they are, you know, emotionally damaged. In their relationship. Have successful relationships. Yeah, because they're unsuccessful in that realm. Because of mm-hmm. poor choice. You made but, poor choices. I but, mean, but it's all about... Go ahead, Al. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, you know, it's all about this person having good common sense about the choices that you make in regards to what stays and goes on within my bedroom and my personal life. Some people, they look at it as as far as like, yes, this is a great guy, right? He may be outstanding in the bedroom, right? And so, and, you know, I can't speak on all this, right? Cause I'm not a female, but Jen, you possibly will know. You know, if I put it down in the bedroom, whatever, what you going to do? <laughs> but people, I think it's... Oh, they'll hand yeah, over the keys yeah. to the car on that one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so you stuck. And so you're still, you're this successful black woman, knowing this dude is with somebody or married or whatever, but you are, are still playing that role, hoping but and I wishing think, something I would happen. I think it's a result of, you know, how we talk about all the time, so many women say, girl, I don't need a man. I don't need a man. I don't need a man. Them be the, well, this, uh, them be this the ones is a got five to ten of them. What do you say? Them be the ones that got five to ten of them on the side that... You know, coming through, knocking them down, leaving. Mm-mm. But so, the women that say that more often than not are the ones that are messing around with the dude that's with somebody else. I, mm-hmm. Right. And you that's have to you don't need a man, but you do. In, in essence, you do want a companionship. You do want someone in your life. And so instead of learning to pick the right ones, you're, you're so headstrong thinking that you can do everything yourself. You pick someone that is totally the in the important areas of your life. And that is the result of right. the era of I don't need anybody. And another reason for why they make those comments too as far as I don't need a man is because the man that you want don't want you. 
That's why you think you don't need a man. Well, let, let's talk about those men, thing. though. Let's talk about those men, though. Go ahead. Let, mm-hmm. Let's look at what, what's going on right now. And, and you got to think about it. And it, it's into this question right here. And I see we do have a caller. We're coming right to you. When you have so many men out here that have so many options, is that a good or bad thing? Because we're, we're, we're not looking at it in, in the totality of what it is because you have so many women that are single. And, and you got players out there. And you got some guys that don't want to be a player no more. But is it a good or bad thing for these people to to, to, to have that option, these guys that have this type of option? And we're going to go ahead and take this caller right quick because I know they got a, a comment. Caller 0488, you're live with the middleman. What up? Kid, what's going on? Alan, Ranger. Jennifer, what's going on, brother? Not much, not much. I, I, I had to chime in on this great conversation that you all are having. I'm going to be real quick and real brief. And, and I, I, I guess I'll be the bad guy today. The oh. reason that these women have taken on this mentality because, Jennifer, yes, they have no choice. And I go into, into this conversation to explain it. Women outnumber men three to one in this country. That means 66% of these women are going to be single or somebody's side chick. So let's just kick the ballistic go to the conversation. The reason that these men are going to do this, and, and, and I had to really sit out and study this because I was in that situation. I'm like, why is it like this? Because of what? Kevin, we small. Men, especially African-American men, we are small. Because guess what? You got to think about all the brothers that are locked up that they don't have an opportunity to date. You got to think about all the men now that are gay that women don't have an opportunity to date. To date. You got to think about all the men now that don't want to date black women that they don't have an opportunity to date. So guess what? The real guy, good job, good looking smooth boy, whoever, guess what? They small. They small. Women ain't got no choice but to be in that situation. And just hope that that man decides to get with them. And guess what? That's the reality. That's the reality. And I hate to say that. I hate to be the bad guy. And I know a lot of women listening that just like, I'm going to cut this guy's throat. But guess what? That's real. Men are small. The reason that black men, especially African-American men, we can't sit down and be uh, just committed to a woman. Because guess what? Jennifer Tom Clay, okay, cool. I got six more. You know what I'm saying? We small. And that's just real. Hmm. Well, now. <laughs> I just heard about a lot of words. Hey, hey, hey. That's real talk. Yeah, that is. That is. That's real talk. It's it easy to tell these women, oh, they deserve somebody special. Well, guess what? They got six other women to compete with to get that special man. To be honest with you, a uh, young African, especially African American man, at the age of thirty, rolling into, into his career, guess what? He having a ball right now. He's having a ball. Until we change the culture and change the way, especially African American culture, now the way our culture is going, all these men turning gay. You got hundreds of thousands of uh, black men that they can't date getting locked up. That was a good man in prison that they'll never get a chance to date. Because yeah. they got 20, 25 years. All those factors come into play. Black woman ain't got no choice but to be a married man. And that's just real. And I'm wow. Out. Well, so I mean, is it a bad thing or a good thing, Gerard, as far as a guy having that much That's a bad thing. That, that's a bad thing because I, 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 I'm going to jump on my women's side for that. Because guess what, kid? There's a lot of good women out here that need a good man. You get down around about 20, 30 houses, 
And I got a man and now one of them damn houses. I get tired of seeing it. So, I mean, it goes back to the question earlier where you have women sharing, man. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's a bad thing, but they have no choice, Kevin. They just be honest. They have no choice. What are they going to do? Be gay? Preach. Preach. I don't try to be gay. What what, 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 what are they going to do? Be gay? They got to, Kevin. Mm. They got no choice. Preach. And and, and guess what? They just got to be hoping hoping that they're the lucky one to be able to get that man. So that that goes back to to the competitiveness of our women out here having to really be raw with this this whole relationship thing. When they get out there and trying to get that man, they they got to go 110 just to secure that one man. Exactly. They got to you got to. And let me tell you something. And these women that want to talk all this macho if you're not going to be that woman that that man needs, that pleaser, you're going to lose. If you don't want to cook and clean, you're going to lose. Because guess what? It's, one, it's a woman out there that wants that man that's willing to do them things. Ooh. They're they so, they so successful to where they don't even know how to be women no more. That's the reason a lot of them don't stay single. I will say this. To all our women and female listeners out there right now, if you disagree, agree, or whatever the case may be, the phone lines are open. Gerard Wide is open. The first grenade is going down. I would love to hear <laughs> your comment. It ain't coming from us. It's nope. coming from this brother, and he landed down with the smackdown. Hey, the thing about it, man, uh, what, what, what a lot of people don't understand what they're missing is somebody that's just going to be honest with them, man. I'm just going to be honest with them. You know, and guess what? And guess what? Y'all ain't taking in the fact that women with children. Look at what the single women with no kids had to go through. Just think about what the, the single mothers had to go through. It's wow. It's time rough for them. If you got a baby... One baby, you got seventy-five percent chance of getting a man. Right, if you got two kids, if you got two kids, you got fifty percent chance of getting a man. If you yeah, got three kids, you probably got a twenty-five percent chance of getting a man. But if you got four little, you probably two. Right, I'm, I'm finna get real with you right now. I'm finna ask you a question, man. <laughs> I'm finna ask you a question. I gotta get real what? with you, man. First off, I, and the phone lines are open. The number is seven one eight. Five zero eight nine nine seven two. Gerard, I got to ask you a real serious down to just just straight to a question. You single, right? Yeah. You single, right? So, if you have you, would you ever consider yourself to be a a? I won't even use the word player, but you know, you play the field basically. Have you ever done that? I, I, I was like that. I know, Kevin, because I used to be like that. Okay. Why now, is now, it that I can't? I actually ask myself, what is going on? Why can I not just be committed and just have one woman? Because you get what? Yeah. You a single man. I work for a six billion dollar company. I mean, yeah. that got my own house and everything. Women are coming. They want a good man. Yeah. I had to stop and really just think and say, what is what is going on with me? It had, the woman has the problem. I'm the problem. Yeah, you, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you acknowledged that, Gerard, because I, this I is something I want to ask you. Being that I a man has so many options and women, yes. is it hard for him to give it all up as far as having that many options? Can exactly. you give it up, Gerard? Can I, I, you I just have to be a one woman? I am the problem. I ain't blaming that one woman for the problem that I had. I had to stop and understand what is my problem, and it's very simple. We we just talk all the big words we want to talk. Black men are small. We're too small. And oh. they to be the leaders. They're supposed to be the leaders and leave yeah. us the ones that have went astray back into the fold. But where y'all at? 
<laughs> there she go with these cheap shots. I'm with my wife and my child in the leg. I'm with my wife and my child. That's what. <laughs> I mean, all our listeners out there, I just want to know, is it like even for our females out there? Because a lot of our females, they play in the field too. Let's mm-hmm. keep it real. But is it easy or hard for you guys to give up being that player? Hit that, hit that number one. Dallas, I see y'all on that phone line over there. 718-508-9972. I really want to know. Yeah, I'm gonna turn all right, Kevin. Man, I appreciate talking to y'all today, man. Hey, man, appreciate you, bro. All right, man. All right, man. Keep tuning in. Tell some folks to come on over and send send some of them women this way. <laughs> <laughs> I sure will, man. Y'all hold it down. All right, man. All appreciate right, you. Thank right. you. Man, Gerard said the problem is him. The, the, I mean, how many of us will look inward and see that the issue is us? You can you know, you're a kid in the in the kid you're on the candy factory up in the candy store, you can't keep your hands off nothing. You touching anything. Is that hard? Is it hard to control yourself? Mm, it's a look, I mean, look. I'm I'm let me let me say this. I don't mean to get y'all in trouble, man. No, 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 no. I ain't, I trying, I ain't trying to incriminate nobody. I have, you know, I have no problem saying this because this is an open conversation that my wife and I have often. For a man, it is a, it, it's tempting. Yeah. You think about it, you're a guy. You, you, you think about it, but you have to remember in the back of your mind, we have to ask yourself, not so much think about it, but you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it worth losing my family? Is it worth losing the woman that I love? Is it worth, even if you're not married, is it worth... You know, losing the woman that that I you know I want to spend the rest of my life with, you have to actually because it's just like Jen said earlier, it's a competition. These women have gotten aggressive. Yes, I, I mean they have gotten aggressive, and as a guy, you know, especially coming up in our age group, we grew up being the aggressors. So a lot of this is new. A lot of us ain't had yep. women coming at us as hard as they do. Mm-hmm. You know, so one first and foremost is flattering. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's flattering to get that attention that you probably haven't gotten. You know, you may have gotten before, but maybe not in the multitude that you have now. Right. Because you, you know, like I said, our age group grew up in a time where the men were the aggressors. So it's flattering. It takes you by surprise, and then you do you you are tempted. But at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself the same thing as because you have to think women. Every man, it's, it's, it's just like Chris Rock said. Every man you met since you were thirteen years old, thirteen years old, been trying to screw you. So yeah. at this point, y'all are used to it. Nothing new. You, you, you got all these women coming out the woodwork, yeah, giving you compliments and everything like that. That'll throw y'all pretty much. You know what I'm saying? But and, and job, when man. these women can sit there and say, "Oh, she ugly, she ugly." Look, somebody getting at that ugly chick. Yep. You might think she ugly, but she laid up with the dude you're trying to get with. So it's just it's it's, it's you know it's tempting, but you gotta. But you know what, man? I mean, even just with with dealing with relationships, and you know, if you're in a committed relationship with someone, and and you do have these type of options, because there are some people that do make those choices, is it hard to to keep that commitment and have that commitment? Because now, you know, you do like you said, you got women throwing themselves at you. You are looking at it like, man, what's going on? You know, is it is it easy for a guy to be like, man? I'm staying down, you know, with this, you know, or 
is it really worth for them getting in a relationship knowing that they have all those options? I mean, we obviously asked that, but is it worth for them to get in a relationship when they got these options being thrown at them? I mean, look at the age factor. Uh, I think possibly, like, for some guys, I think the age factor starts to fit in. Yeah. And they start, you know, so they start to think I can't get these, you know, these younger females no more. Or maybe the conversation with the younger female comes in, oh, you old. And then it started to set in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 hell no. Let me, let me break something down to you. Um, and I'm going to tell you this right now, and I know this from personal experience. Mm-hmm. It's the younger ones that come at you the hardest. Yep. I don't even care. I'm not old. I just like we were talking about earlier. I'm not old. I'm 33 years old. Proud of it. Them young ones, they come, they're the ones that come at you the hardest. And then you always hear, every man has heard this at least once or twice in their lifetime. My last boyfriend was older than you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was a choir director, a youth minister at my church over the youth choir, and had one of them come at me. Hmm. I said, uh, you still in high school. My last boyfriend was older than you. Well, he going to jail, too. But, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, Mark Kelly? But, I mean, it's, 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 it's them young ones, they come, they, they come at you a little bit, they, they come at you a little bit harder. It's just, it's one of those things. One thing I do want to do, and I kind of want to throw a monkey wrench in what we've been talking about. Okay. Is it possible that with the advent of all these new forms of meeting people via sites like eHarmony and Match.com, is it possible that because we have become so numb thanks to technology that we're missing out on the people that are out there? Because we talk about the hunt. Let's, let's talk about the hunt. Fellas, how hard was it for you to get that number written on your hand back in the day? Man, what you talking about, boy? If you ain't had no yeah. pen, you, you, you lost out. And you yep. better not wash your hands. Better not wash your hands. Matter of fact, that was right on your T-shirt. You better hope your mama don't get mad because you don't got numbers it. on your T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, and I've seen this happen, getting a girl's numbers as simple as, hey, let me see your phone. And they text themselves. Or, or, or what's your Twitter? I'm going to follow you on Twitter. No. Follow me back so I can send you a direct hey, No, they touch the phone. Just tap them. They tap the phones, and the information is already exchanged. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so the hunt. The actual hunt itself has been numbed by technology. And this is a proven fact. When you consider that one of the number one, you know, dating sources is Match.com and eHarmony, is the fact that people just don't know how to talk to each other and to court each other anymore, could that be another leading factor? Because there may be some great men out there that just don't know how to approach a woman anymore, but they can send her a flirt on eHarmony. Man, they do that crap all the time, man. You got so many socially dysfunctional guys out here now, it's crazy. Can I say something? Like, yeah. I took the harmony thing, and, oh. like, it didn't have any matches. I was like, what's what? wrong with you? <laughs> like, out of, like, a million people, like, I don't yeah. have, like, one. You know what that half. means? You know what that means? That means you're human. Because we all know, and it's something we have been taught, and it's something that we have seen time and time again. Opposites attract. Me being with somebody that's just like me ain't going to work out. Hell, half the time, I don't like me. <laughs> so what I want somebody that's just like me for? Where's the excitement in that? You want? Do you like doing it? Yeah, I like doing it. Oh, me too. Okay, cool. Well, we done, done it to death. Hell, we both 35 now. Ain't no point in doing it no more. Hey, you right. like Yeah, I like that too. I like it too. Leave me alone. <laughs> hey, well, I'm just saying, though, Gene, you didn't get not one match. 
I one I said out of millions of people, like it's something wrong with me. Like I'm an alien. There's yeah, not yeah. anything wrong with you. <laughs> no, her expectations. No, okay. no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, Nick. Hold on, Nick. Hold on, Nick. Uh, let's ask her. Let's ask her what was she looking for. Now, then, if you say you're looking for a millionaire, six foot five, uh, olive oh, complexion, uh, long flowing hair. You know, that, as that, you know, I was completely honest. I said, you know, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going to take this test. I'm going to see what it says. And I got zero matches. Like, it asks wow. you, like, interests, like, you know, your religion, like, what do you like to do, what you're into, like, you know, your history and stuff like that. And then it gives you one of those like emotional tests, like, you know, if you're in this yeah, situation. Yeah, and I think you had an ex-boyfriend behind the boards that was like, oh, I'm going to get this one. Hey, don't yeah, nobody want it. shit. <laughs> that's unheard of right there. Mm-hmm. Now, Al, you yeah. want to finish this up with your last question right there, brother? I'm dead, yeah, yeah. I don't mean to laugh at you, man. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> now, that's horrible. That's horrible. I'm going to keep it real. Horrible. <laughs> Okay, so when knowing that person that you are in love with, do not share the same commitment. Should you settle or should you find a way to help them improve their commitment towards you? Mm. Kick them to the curb. Say that again. No, no, no. Say that again for them again. Say that again for them. When knowing, knowing is the key word, knowing the person you are in love with, do not share the same commitment meaning the same level of commitment as you do towards them, should you settle or find a way to help them improve their commitment towards you? Now, I didn't add in there as far as leave. Leaving is technically like not an option for some people, right? So I didn't put that on there. I didn't, I didn't put that on that question. So should you settle or should you just find a way to help them improve their commitment towards you? Either way it go, that's a lot of work, man. I mean, because think about it now. You in love with this person. Mm. But you can't keep no one that doesn't want to be kept. And you can't yeah. make someone be there that isn't there on the same page as you. And, but and why, do it, people, why do people still continue to do that? Because we are so caught now, up in the know. moment and not thinking Hey, eventually I'm gonna get over this person. It's gonna hurt. See, we we afraid to be hurt. That's the problem. We afraid to be hurt. Cause let me explain something to you. There was something that you felt passionately about six or seven years ago that you ain't even thinking about today. Exactly. There was somebody you were in love with ten years ago that ain't crossed your mind today. Matter of fact, when you see them on Facebook, you're like, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> Scallywags. Man, I've dodged a bullet. <laughs> That's funny. I, I, me personally, I'm like, man, you shouldn't even put yourself in that situation because that, that right there, man, you can run yourself to death. Chasing up behind somebody, you can die. But, I mean, people do it all the time, man. Why do they do it? Prime example, the TV show uh, Scandal. Yeah. That whole what? thing. Uh-oh, oh, you, said, you said the S word. What, what scandal got to do with it? Scandal has a lot to do with that, that last question. Like, give me an example. She can't okay, have look, the wife is doing what? Uh-uh. Is- well, well, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Because, see, neither one of y'all watch Scandal. 
Neither one of y'all watched Scandal. Oh I was waiting God. to see. No, 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 no. I'm, I was waiting to see at what point in what reference you were talking about it. It wasn't like, oh, she she uh, wants the president. He don't want her. That's not the case at all. He tried to leave his wife a few times. Yeah. <laughs> he even tried to leave the presidency. And so he told but he could. don't want but her. He couldn't. He's in love with Olivia. And but, that's but, they, but they still life. what? But they still technically married. And, and then, of course, you already got Al, guess what? That's, that's in the script. That's in the script, Al. It's in the script. That show, Mary, being Mary Jane, is going to be the detrimental fall, the detriment to black women. Y'all First crazy and foremost, I ain't being funny. Anybody who lets a TV, and this, I don't want this to go too far left, but anybody who lets a TV show be the detriment to you, you a daggone fool. <laughs> and you deserve to be detrimental. You deserve what it, and as a matter of fact, I got some real estate I want to sell you. I got some investments I want to hit you up on. Holler at me. If if Mary Jane and Olivia Pope have influenced your life so much, I need you to holler at me because I got some investments that I need to uh, to get at you about. I'm, we're going to be rich, boo. <laughs> well, people are already doing that, so so you so you might well want to go ahead and uh, send that tweet out on Twitter. Right, we're gonna be rich, <laughs> but they can hit you up now. Nah. Stop and thinking you Mary Jane. Stop thinking you Olivia Pope. Stop thinking you Claire Huxtable. Hell, Felicia Rashad wasn't even Claire Huxtable. I know. You're more Only like Weezy Jefferson. Get your yeah. Weezy, huh? You're more, you're right, right. Because, see, that's the thing about it. Everybody like, oh, yeah, Claire Hustle is up. You got to think about the other TV wives that just held it down. Ain't nobody hold it down like uh, Florida, Florida from yeah, Good Times. Florida. Nobody. Yep. <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn. Yep. Damn. Ain't, ain't nobody Dang. held it down for that hard-working, uneducated, big, nostril, nappy-headed son of a gun named James Evans Sr. like Florida Evans. So I don't want to hear you, I am Olivia Pope. I think it's the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. And the problem is y'all letting Thursday nights and, and Tuesday nights run y'all relationships. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, a show. Be like it's an entertaining film. show, but it's still television. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mess your mind up. But, man, it's been a great show, man. I mean, we, we definitely going to have to entertain this a little bit further on another uh, from another angle, too, man, you know, the hunt, man. Al, let them know, every, let everybody know we talked about tonight. And uh, we do appreciate everybody that listened over on the web chat, all the guests out there listening on their on their browser and all that right there, man. Shout out to all our Facebook fam. We are back. Let them know what's going on, Al. Well, we had a great show today. We did talk about the pursuit to the first date to get to the commitment. So some of the things that we talked about today, is it okay for a woman to pursue a man to get a relationship? Or to get to the marriage, does having standards what well, does having standards being lowered in searching in searching for someone to obtain a relationship? Is it okay for a woman to share a man in a committed relationship? Is guys having too many options and women a good or bad thing? And being that when a man has so many options and women, is it hard for him to give it all up? Also, when in a relationship with someone and you know they have these options. Is it hard for them to have a commitment with you? And when knowing someone or a person that you are in love with do not share the same commitment, should you settle or should you find a way to help them improve their commitment towards you? Middleman Talk Show. Great show today, people. 
Yeah, if you would like to respond to any of those questions we posed today and you didn't get the opportunity to uh, get it in with us on the air live, we do appreciate Gerard uh, for calling in and expressing his opinion. Um, hit us up at wearethemiddlemen at gmail.com. Wearethemiddlemen at gmail.com. And we would love to hear your opinions in regards to the topic of today. Man, look forward to seeing you guys this coming up Thursday and a Sunday. We got to talk about yep. the time. We will be back this Thursday. And also next Sunday, man, tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in to the Middleman Talk Show. Uh, we will be traveling next month. We may be broadcasting live for the Southern Entertainment yeah. Awards show. So if you out there and you want to hear, hear us, you know, try to, you know, drum up that award, <coughs> General, <coughs> we need that award. Uh, you know, you, you know. make sure y'all keep us in the prayers about that award right there. We want to win that and bring it back on home so we can put it up on our page to show you guys that you were the reason for this. Once again, you have listened to the Middleman Talk Show. We got the whole, you know, the whole camp back up in here tonight. It went down. Great conversation. Download it. Put it on your iPod and work out to it. I got a couple of friends that do that, y'all. They really do. They love us. Oh, yeah. They love us. Well, we're out, y'all. Appreciate you. Tune in next Sunday, 6 p.m., same time, same channel. I'll let them know what's going down. Thank you for taking an hour out today to listen to the Middleman Radio. <laughs> Boy, that was just as dry. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> the Middleman shouted, Big Crit shouted. Yeah. Now, I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for, so take a listen time out. Take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world. You destined to earn some. Linda, yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a will to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was dying to wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in. Go live 6 p.m. BlogTalkRadio.com. The middle me. Hey. What's happening in the middle man? Hey, what's happening in the middle man? Hey, what's happening? BlogTalkRadio.com, the middle man. Hey, man. Please tell me why it sounds like somebody stuffed a bunch of crackers up in the air mouth he just started talking. Uh, I don't know. Well, what are you talking about? I'm I, just I, saying. I, I, I got to say, say something. I gotta dog, say that something. was so dry. Kev, I got to say something real quick. This, this is this is all seriousness. I want everybody out there, all of our listeners. I want you to go out there and support Pharrell's single "Happy" and his new album. Pharrell has been doing an excellent job this last year with music, and within two weeks, Pharrell could have the number one single in the country, which will be the first time that a black artist has had a number one song since December of 2012. It's very important. It's very important that we go out and we support him on this. It's extremely... We have not had a black artist to be number one on the Hot 100 since December of 2012. So it's really important. How do we do this? We go... I mean, it's a great record. Go to iTunes. Download the record. If you listen to radio, call in the radio and request the record. If you listen to your iPod, you, you know, if you got your playlist on Spotify, add it to your... Any little thing will help. But it's very important that this record hits number one. Because right behind him is John Legend with All of Me. Which is a beautiful record, another classic record. Yeah. We have to support our records, guys. 
We have to support our record. I agree. And uh, we're going to get Al some milk with them crackers. <laughs> and I'm good, you know what I'm man. I mean, you just drive. Boy, you, boy, you drive in the Mojave Desert right now. Boy, we're going to put some lotion on you. Hey, come on, man. Cracked up. Come on, man. Come on, man. Thank you for taking the time to... He sounded like Don Cornelius for a second. No, he sounded like that dog that was on uh, the cartoon and go rah 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 rah. Uh, Mutley. Mutley. Hey man, live it up, man. God, we back. God. That's the same, man. We out, man. We out. You okay over there? Jen, Jen's still hurt now. Zero compatibility on Match.com. Man. Yeah, I, I would be hurt by that too. <laughs> Girl, you just do like on Facebook like everybody else did. <laughs> hey, that's like not getting picked playing dodgeball. That's, that's yeah, pretty bad. Tune in next time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.